Hey everyone, Jack here. Uh, just before we go into what is the 15th episode of Tech Lively, which blows my mind, uh, I just wanted to, at the top, thank everyone that's listened this year so far. Uh, I mentioned at the, at the end of the episode, but we've only got two episodes left this year. Uh, it's been really fun to do it. Uh, I'm really thankful to all of our guests this year, um, including our first Lisa Medford, uh, all of our editors that have come on, uh, Coach Reveno, who just moved on to Oregon State, so congrats on your new role, Coach. Uh, a lot of my Latinen, uh, who should be getting uh, getting getting a pro or a pro spot somewhere in the uh, in the uh, basketball world soon, uh, and everyone else. Uh, we, it was a, it was a joy. Uh, this one was a little bit of a a, a different kind of recording session. Not gonna lie, uh, we got stopped in the middle because uh, there was someone coming to take fo- grad photos uh, in our uh, in our office, uh, which was really cool to see. Um, and just it was a lot more free flowing, a lot more lax, uh, not as serious as other ones are, and you know. It's the end of finals, and I think this is a, a bit to note just about Georgia Tech as a whole, that once you get into the end of final season, especially spring semester, it's just been a long nine months at that point. Um, and I think we just, we're just, at that point, we're just ready to let our guard down for a while. And I think it showed in this episode, which is good because it shows just a lot of the reality of how we feel at this time um, at the end of Tech, uh, just in terms of, at least for me and Danny, that we're both graduating soon, but also just how the patterns of the year go and whatnot. So I hope you all enjoy it. Thanks again for listening, and on to the theme music. Uh, Welcome to the 15th episode of Tech Lively. I'm kind of shocked we got to 15, but here we are. off the top, I'm, I should note, uh, this podcast, I think, technically is award-winning now. Um, we, Me and a couple of the other head editors at The Technique attended Burdell's Be- the Burdell's Best Awards last week, uh, called uh, Up With the White and Gold, for those that don't know what the cer- ceremony is called. It was at the Academy of Medicine. It was really fun. I hadn't been in the building in five years. Most students don't end up in the building, um, which is kind of a shame, because it's really old and really weird. It has weird books, like Annals of dentistry in 1940s or whatever and some really scary looking medical device tools as well danny have you been in there i have been in there uh, yes. did, 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 do you remember the eyeball case did you see the eyeball I case i didn't see the eyeball there's case. an eyeball I case just in the auditorium you were in a different wing there's than I was. if you go if you go if you go left or is he left or right yeah if you go left or right no if you go left there's like two really fancy looking rooms like it feels like you're in like it feels like you traveled in time back to somewhere that just isn't modern day Atlanta with very mod stuff across the street, but like I almost pulled out some of the books because it Georgia was Georgia Tech time travel. Yeah, yeah, no, it was cool. But uh, so we won the Innovation and Adversity Award for, I guess, just they did mention in their like description speech was that we stopped printing for the first time in however many years, like 109, 808, I guess technically at that point. Um, and that I revived the podcast, which is true. I did revive the podcast, but not because we had stopped printing. So I'll, in case for the five people that listen to this that were also in that room, <laughs> there's that clarifying point. But um, it is very nice to get a uh, to get an award for the whole paper and have this part mentioned. So work validated, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Woo. Yeah. Okay, we have Danny Sisson today with us. He's, she's our photo editor. Um, Hello. Sisson, now that I've learned it's not Sisson, which... <laughs> Albeit a a fun way to say it, I guess. Uh. Also, it's uh, I think it's less pretentious when it's Sisson. Does that make? 
instead of Sison. Yeah, I mean, Sison is kind of a... Uh, Sison is a French word for I was wondering if it was move, French. Okay. So, yeah, that's definitely pretentious. So, just, you know, a few de- degrees down in pretentiousness. Have you, been, have you been to France? Do they say it's Sison? Or would you I think they... I have been to France... They don't say it's Sison okay. because they don't think I'm French. Oh, <laughs> interesting. I fooled maybe one or two people, but most of the time they're like okay. American. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, so yes, you are a head photo editor. Yes, I am. Do you? I feel like it goes without saying that you enjoy it because you're still doing it, but how, how, <laughs> was, how was 2021, 2022 in that department? Because our last issue dropped today, so we're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I absolutely love being photo editor. It is like a little bit, um, people expect that you take lots of photos as photo editor, which is not the case (laughs) if you're doing your job right. Um, this is what it's told me in my, uh, my, my first couple days when I looked at the, uh, transition guide, it was like, you're not going to be taking photos. I was like, what? But yeah, no. So I, you know, I really get to just, uh, talk to people and curate things and edit things and I really enjoy that um and I also get to take you know photos for choice events that I <laughs> that yes. I like to go to you can, yeah, pick yeah, your spots. yeah um but yeah no this past year has been really really great we've been like able to reach a lot of new photographers which has been really nice oh, and see a lot of people that like um feel intimidated by photography mm. um start to yeah, sort of just like blossom a little bit um, because it's 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 a pretentious medium, just like my last name. Oh, um, wow. but but uh, it's really much easier than people think. Okay, <laughs> actually, okay, you've jumped to a later point that I oh, had. but no, no, it's fine because I have zero training beyond staring at Instagram and various articles with good-looking pictures. But I'm like, I don't know how to get to that point, and I follow a couple like good sports photographers that are friends of yeah. mine. I was like. I don't know how to get those shots well. Like, I just don't know how to think. I don't, what I don't know is I don't know how to think about it. But I know I can accidentally walk into a great picture because iPhones exist now with yep. stupid good cameras. Yep. I'm still on iPhone 8, so I don't have a stupid good camera quite <laughs> yet. <laughs> Me either. But, but <laughs> hence why I guess I have but, to have the, the bigger one. Uh, I guess, yes. My, note, my bullet point literally is how the hell do you become a good photographer? Because I don't know how that. Well, I guess a lot of practice is one thing but yeah i mean is it an eye like what's the thing the biggest thing is just taking more pictures um, okay <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like you just uh you take pictures and then you look at them critically so like you look at you know the either the exposure or the composition of the photo and you're like okay i want to improve on this because there is you know some degree of like learned skill that you can um do (laughs) it's it's not a skillless thing Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah you can absolutely just learn to take better photos by taking more photos um and just playing around with manual settings um and different lighting conditions because like at the end of the day a photo is just capturing light right so you're just playing with with that um and there's only a few things that you can really toggle as like a beginner to get yourself to a place where you see like those great photos Mm -hmm. and then beyond that threshold like there's so many things that photographers can do that's a whole other world but to get to a point where like you're taking really good photos you just gotta play around with it like i think that that's the biggest thing and uh approaching it as an amateur and not being like afraid of it i think is is another one okay because uh yeah there, there are some things that are definitely like um the equipment that you're using uh will determine like the quality of your your photo to some degree mm-hmm. um 
So like in that sense, it's financially gated. Um, but if you're just taking pictures outside in good light, you can take as good photos as a professional photographer. Super easy. Mm-hmm. Does maybe we're maybe we're too young to judge this because we've only had high quality smartphones for the time for a lot of our waking lives. But like, <laughs> th- does the fact that there's just a lot more higher quality on it, like the quality on average has just gone up of what's in our pockets, does that compensate maybe some of the skill that could that you may need that you used to be able to need or so- just? I don't think that it compensates any of the skill, but I do think that it brings in a lot of interest. So like the iPhone will do a lot of the things for you that you should be adjusting manually. Like um, I think that Samsung uh, or Android photo phones Mm -hmm. um, allow you to manually adjust like shutter speed, ISO. um, So all of your things that go into exposure. Um, But you're also usually stuck with like a certain focal length of a lens. Um, so, like, there's very limited stuff that you can do, mm-hmm. but composition is also, like, a huge part of photography. So, you can absolutely practice that on an iPhone, and then people people will come to me, like, in meetings, and they'll be like, I've only taken photos on my phone. Mm-hmm. Can I still pick up a camera? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You've, you've already done some of the work. Mm-hmm. You just need to learn the, the other things for, like, actually capturing light in a gotcha. split second. Okay. How, I guess you kind of answered this, but, like, you just take a bunch of pictures. How easy is it? At least for you, how easy has it been to like accidentally walk into like, a, oh crap, that was really good, and I didn't mean to take that picture. That oh, ab- I mean that's how most photos okay, are okay. taken. I feel like any photographer is lying if they're saying that they're going and they're like planning out perfect photos mm-hmm. all the time. Um, you know, like really professional people, they can see it in their mind, but mm-hmm. they're still taking a hundred photos okay. and pulling out just hoping three. for the best. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I take it. I took one for the paper, and it was out of, and I took three different shots. Literally just three on my phone. <laughs> and I was just like, well, Yo, hope for the best here. <laughs> when I do an event, I usually take like 300 per hour. Um, hmm. And that's a conservative amount. That's if a lot I'm of, feeling confident in myself, that's I'll a take lot that. to flip through. Yes. So that's, I mean, my biggest part of my job is just curating thousands of photos yeah. every week. <laughs> Does it. My thought is having to flip through all those afterwards, you just would easily miss a good one because you've just seen so many. It just. Dull and it not dulls that, but just it just makes your brain numb. But yeah, I think that that's something also like you train yourself to see of like being able to flip through things and recognize like okay, this is the focus that I wanted in this image, um, as well as the exposure. And honestly, it's like yeah, you get that sort of like brain fog thing if you're mm-hmm. going through a bunch of bad photos. Yeah, but yeah. as soon as you come across a good one, it's like oh, here's the golden egg. Yeah. <laughs> you're okay. That makes sense. I uh, yeah, I'll try that maybe <laughs> one day. I have no intent on buying a fancy schmancy camera. Yeah, I I would not recommend buying fancy schmancy cameras unless you're really into it because they're so expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do they do look expensive. When we did the Buzz interview, it was how many thousands of dollars of equipment did we have in that in that room? in that room? Yeah. Oh, well, it's gosh. this room, but well, we had, room, we yeah. had three <laughs> pretty damn good cameras um, for that. Yeah. With the lenses that people had, you're looking at like near ten thousand dollars for that interview. Yeah. <laughs> we should have gone. <laughs> we should have gone longer. Cam- cameras are expensive. All right. <laughs> if the guy that played Buzz is listening to this, <laughs> no, we, no, we pulled a, out our best. For we you. need to go again because that we didn't make it worth the money that we had in that room <laughs> at all. Um, wow. Okay. Well, wish I knew that back then, but that's fine. Um, I'm also glad Buzz didn't like knock one over 
in this character. Is, this is true. This, that would he not was be... the most dangerous. Ca- knowing who was in that room, mm-hmm. even it might surprise a couple, but he was the most dangerous character in that room. Oh, absolutely! Yes. I would have cried for real. That, oh, dear God. <laughs> not for fake. That oh boy. Well, glad glad that glad we survived that. It was fine. And <laughs> I think we we put out some decent content. Yeah, from yeah, that. yeah. Uh, okay, now back to bullet two. We were on bullet four. Um, <laughs> uh, how did you get to tech? How did I get to tech? So I, I'm actually from Virginia. Oh. Yeah. Um, like an hour outside of DC. And uh, like growing up um, in school, I, I was into everything. <laughs> I was into absolutely everything. But I knew pretty early on. So I'm an architecture major. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that I wanted to do something that was arts related. I had been in arts my entire life, which may seem like an odd choice then to go to tech. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also just really loved the application of STEM in the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like I had really decent exposure when I was younger to an arts education. And honestly, the turning, like cho- choosing point for me was, um, I'd gotten into like a fancy arts college Ooh. and uh, I, <laughs> I, um, they, they, f- it was a private school and they flew out everyone that got in mm-hmm. to, to go it. And we stayed the night and like we were doing an arts sort of like kit bashing type of thing where they had us just create uh, a sculpture. And I remember there was this, there was this man, um, it's like uh, this man that that put like a high heel and like strung it up from the ceiling and tried to convince everyone that it was like the the <laughs> something around like femininity and like sexuality and I was just I remember looking around at that time and being like this man just put a bunch of trash together and was just like talking to me about my my femininity <laughs> and I was like. No. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I I want to be in a place where um, the application of the arts isn't in a pretentious mm-hmm. sort of setting. And I remember coming to tech and meeting so many people that were like so inclined towards like artistic pursuits. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't have that pretentious no. sort of thing. And I was able to pursue, you know, what I wanted in STEM, obviously. And um, yeah, it was just like... <sighs> I don't. I don't want to be stringing up high heels yeah, yeah. for my degree. No, that's. <laughs> we, we 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 put we put a lot of the art to use here. Yes. In much more yeah. progressive and actually functional ways. Yeah. No. And it's like, it's it's not great that um, the institute doesn't help um, arts groups more, but because it doesn't like the arts organizations and efforts that go on here, like they're really earned. Like, yeah. they, pe- those people are working hard. Just yeah. like we heart here at the technique, like these people really care about what they're doing um, and aren't doing it in just a way to like show, Oh, I've done this. Mm-hmm. And so I really, really respect everyone doing arts yeah. <laughs> here. Yeah you, do it, uh, you, yeah. you do it here. Cause you actually want to. Yeah, exactly. It's not part of the curriculum or anything. It'd yeah. be kind of, I haven't even mentioned this last week, but it'd be kind of nice if there's a little bit more, probably oh my goodness, in there yes. just to accent it just to have a new a different you, flavor different speed you shouldn't have to fight for it yes. in, in your life yeah. because I, I think that it's an integral part of of education but um and life <laughs> yeah fighting for classes is 
has been the norm here. Yes. For and it's a lot easier nowadays than it was when you had to go to the McCamish or whatever it was called back then <laughs> yeah. and get the card or whatever the yeah, system yeah, yeah. was. I hearing the hearing how, how those went down, I'm just like, how did anyone graduate? <laughs> I don't because know. <laughs> you had to physically, like, what if you were sick physically that day? Sign. What if you were vomiting? Like, did you have to, sh- you know. Just got to stay another year? <sighs> That's, yeah. That was my idea. And so I did that. <laughs> year five has been great. Um, <laughs> was that the first time you had moved out of Virginia? Or Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, no, I'd lived in Virginia my whole life. I'd, I'd traveled a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I, yeah, I, I knew that I wanted to leave Virginia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to free my mom's family lived lived up there still lives up there so I yeah. frequented Richmond and uh, Fredericksburg my grandparents lived on lived on Lake Anna mm-hmm. um, in a town called Bumpus which is spelled exactly how you think it's spelled it's <laughs> Bumpus yes I love yes. it I love it yeah no the, the roads were it was a crazy name <laughs> no one lived there so it didn't really matter yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah Virginia I've always I've always liked going up there just because it felt related enough to Atlantic because I had enough of those southern vibes but at the yeah. same time which is like okay it's a little bit different also just fe- it also just feels bigger even though it's yes not terribly yes. Li- not like super larger than georgia because georgia just stretches really far yeah, south yeah, if yeah. you've only been to the north the north part of it um but there's just there's a lot going on there no it's a it's a great like s- city <laughs> yeah. like uh starter city especially i remember like of all the cities that I've been to, there's definitely like this southern slower pace here mm-hmm. that I love. Yeah, it's it's especially nice for I feel like college students. Yeah, for for Atlanta, you're saying? Yeah, or, for oh, Atlanta. Okay, okay. I was like, wait, what city in Virginia? But no, <laughs> no, 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 not Virginia. No. Wait, what town from Virginia were you in? Um, I'm from Winchester, Virginia. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a small, it's a small little town. We're famous for one thing, which is our Apple Blossom Festival, where Ooh. we. The entire town just shuts down and gets drunk in the streets for a few days. That is, it's special. Wow, <laughs> I've never been in a place small enough for long enough to like see the whole town shut. I think the closest I got was Snowpocalypse. Mm, That's yeah, the closest yeah. that we've all gotten. So like we're all not doing well outside of COVID, where we all could have been in the same place. Yeah, yeah. because and nothing was going on. Even Fourth of July, like is massive in my neighborhood, but it's still like it's not. We're not fully, fully shut mm. down. Like there's still enough happening that it's stuff going on um how long have you been at the technique i've been at the technique since my first semester here oh, actually which was um oh god my my freshman year i don't remember the year um but i started out as uh just like a contributing photographer like mm-hmm. every once in a while i only picked up a couple of photos in my first year but my friend really wanted to go to the technique to like write something mm. my, my roommate and I remember like coming with her and talking to a photographer and I was like yeah yeah maybe maybe I'll contribute mm-hmm. um and then I did like my first assignment here actually was covering um Cirque du Soleil oh <laughs> I covered I covered a uh new like a premiere of a new show I can't remember what it was called but it was in Atlantic Station and it was like the red carpet like VIP night it was so awesome. Wow. I know. I got my own row to take pictures. And, like, there were definitely the real photographers with, like, the, that cool. at, at that point, I only had, like, one lens to my camera body. And I was, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a kit lens. And I was sitting there. I was just, like, oh, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. And the people at behind, like, next to me were, like, who are you with? And I'm, like, yeah. I'm with the technique. <laughs> with yeah, no George Tech. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And since then, like, I fell in love with it. And I was just a contributing um, person until 
COVID. I just walked in one day and, you know. Nice. <laughs> I had thought about showing up when I first got here too, and then it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got pressured in. <laughs> we don't pressure people. No, I mean, mm. <laughs> well, I knew the person who was supposed who was going to be on top of the podcast before me was graduating, and it yeah, was just yeah, like. Yeah. Or, or was I think it was on staff, and I was like, I'll do that with you, but it just never panned out. Well, I definitely like, didn't get pigeonholed into my job. No. Wink, wink. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those one that want to that are thinking about joining the technique, sometimes some rules have to be filled by necessity. <laughs> in yes. all honesty, because yes. there's only so many of us that can like find the do, time yes. for this. Anyways, yeah. it's a uh, big commitment. Yeah, no, it falls back on the. It, it very much is in. It's is because of just how demanding the rest of tech is. Yes, that <laughs> and the technique is also quite demanding at other points as well. But thankfully, we're amateurs, and so mistakes, while not intended, definitely slip by a little bit more. And it's not for a grade, at least. Where it's not like <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're dropping anything. So doing it from from love. Yes, it's uh, it's many hours sometimes, but <laughs> we're do it while you're eighteen to twenty three, and not when you're forty five to. Yes. 54. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With everything else, this is the time to do it if you, if you want. You, even if you're a beginner, which is what you tell photograph- new photographers. Yes. Like, you don't have to take, ever take a picture. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could just come. Never picked up, never even seen a photograph. It's fine. I'll give you a few tips. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's cool. Um, okay, how long? Well, so you were fo- you became photo editor last year? I became photo e- editor last spring. Last yeah. spring. Okay, okay. I was remote at the time. Right. Yes, I yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, I walked into our little virtual chat and they were like, photo editor? And I was just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But at the time, like, you know, we weren't covering like, uh, in-person events. So it was really, you know. It was more like internet surfing for photos. Oh yeah. That's what I like was told the, they were like, it's easy. You know, you just do the, the." yeah, (laughs) but, but. We can definitely cut this part out. <laughs> it's fine. Either way. Okay. I did Instagram stalk you at one point, and I, that's how I found out you were on Gold Rush at one point. Oh, I was I, not on Gold Rush, were, okay, but I was I was on uh, Dance Tech. That's what, okay, okay. But okay, we okay. did um, dances with Gold Rush. Okay, okay, okay. That's basketball that, games. Okay, I did not pick that part up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, explain how what, what that is, because I have no idea what that is. So, yeah, um, Dance Tech is a... Uh, it's a smaller um, dance group that primarily like focuses on jazz, contemporary, um, some ballet like uh, dance, and they are audition based. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, th- they do performances throughout uh, the semester. Um, but yeah, I was a part of Dance Tech, and then also DCGT, which is the dance company at Georgia Tech, oh, okay. which is a larger organization. Um, and then they catered to like all sorts of styles. Um, and, uh, people more like from the amateur level all the way to like, they've been dancing their entire lives. Okay. So yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've run the gamut with, uh, dance. <laughs> what is, okay. What is the gamut for dance? Cause I've only oh, been exposed gosh. to when my sister did like your five-year-old ballet classes <laughs> and that was, that was the end I mean, that's of that. How it starts. Well, so like, um, I mean on tech there's, there are a lot of styles that are like, um, culturally based Mm -hmm. um so like i i don't have experience in in those groups i did do um 
some Bollywood and like traditional Indian dancing mm-hmm. um, growing up. Um, but outside of that, I don't have a lot of experience in those areas. Okay. So I don't want to speak for those, but like, um, in the more Western focused <laughs> dance groups, you're, you're talking about like you've got ballet, you've got contemporary, modern jazz, mm-hmm. then you've got your like specialties like tap where you get the little metal on your yes. shoes and, <laughs> um, and then, you know, variations of like all types of hip hop, mm-hmm. um, which is there's a whole world of, of subsections there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've done, I grew up doing, um, all types of dance. I, uh, been a dancer for how old am I now? I don't know, like 18 years. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I started when I was really young doing the, doing the little doing ballet the, dances, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the okay. little embarrassing ones that <laughs> parents are, are very generous to sit yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> and and siblings. Siblings. I too. did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my sister ever had a recital though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Either way. What I don't know is how many people actually are involved in those orgs because A, I just don't like I I don't interact like don't they don't yeah, come yeah, naturally yeah. like you don't naturally like interact with those orgs like you would yeah. like another one on campus all the time. So like what are we talking like just like twenty, twenty five people per or is this like a few hundred people? Like so, what are we talking about? I mean like dance orgs on campus just in general are a huge huge thing okay um they but it is a very like uh sort of sheltered world like okay. we don't interact much outside of like with each other mm. oh, okay. <laughs> um but uh yeah for the dance orgs i was a part of like uh dance tech was small because it was audition based so mm-hmm. we we had like yeah maybe 20 people uh and then DCGT, um, I know that it's fluctuated with like COVID and everything, yeah. but I mean, I remember for our um, like active members, it would be upwards of 50, 60, um, because it would be like they would hold classes. Okay. They weren't just performance based. Um, so it was like people could drop in and take classes. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and I don't know how that number has fluctuated over time, but like a lot of the dance groups on campus um, are actually relatively large. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of like people actively, you know, constantly uh, contributing and, and, and uh, interacting with them. Yeah. I guess it seems like a pretty, A, a very accessible way to get into something like that, but also one that's not also breaking the bank, I imagine, yeah. at the same time because yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. just here anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no shameless plug for for dcgt but like it's a great organization where like you can just um they they accept all sorts of levels Mm -hmm. and again i think that like one of the things that attracts me most in um the arts especially is like approaching things like an amateur Mm -hmm. um because i feel like if you get if you're ego gets involved a little bit and you're you know comparing yourself to other people like it can create an environment that is like one stunted creativity mm-hmm. creatively um and two um it's not it's not accessible for new people and new people can bring in like a lot of different perspectives yeah. that you you haven't seen before um so like yeah there's a lot of dance groups on campus i know that cater to amateur people that have like maybe never never ever danced before but like are brave enough to go and try it out Mm -hmm. um and i commend both the both the people that like put on those organizations and because they're doing hard work again because you know they're not supported by tech (laughs) um but also the people that you know go and try something new because that can be scary sometimes yeah yeah i would uh i would would never have done that at any point (laughs) no so like um one of the things I 
to mention like I so I've been a dance teacher for uh, a lot of years of my life like my first two years here I taught ballet in Decatur Mm. and when I was in high school I also taught um ballet and tap and jazz um but like one of the things that's great is just like again I really love just sort of fostering people that are just getting into something and Mm. seeing how they respond Mm. to um yeah just like positive reinforcement and like encouragement of like no you can actually do this you know um and yeah that's something that absolutely love absolutely love when uh organizations are able to kindle that especially for like college-age students because there's a lot of Mm -hmm. (laughs) being being here at tech can sometimes be a little demoralizing so yeah (laughs) it has that effect sometimes but it it does does. also have the added bonus of like because stuff like DGDT are so accessible yeah. you can it, it's as good of a shot as ever yeah or a absolutely. place to just find another niche or just that random why thing you've always want to give a shot yeah. Yeah, yeah why not try it go go try ballroom or something yeah <laughs> go crazy well, were there any any orgs or anything that you dove into there just outside of the technique that was just like oh I try that for a half second to see what happens oh I dove into for a half second Honestly, yes, but I can't even remember. Oh. I remember my freshman year, I just tried literally all every or- okay, organization. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to all the meetings, like archery, sailing, like oh, wow. <laughs> all of these things. And uh, they, they didn't all stick. No, no. <laughs> but, uh, and honestly, like um, clubs within my own major, I tried so hard to do them. Hmm. But I just, there was something about continuing in my off hours not that we ever really have off hours no, as we students don't. um but continuing to do things in my undergrad that were related to what i was doing in my classes mm-hmm. was just deeply depressing for me wow. <laughs> so i i chose to to stay away from that and do a lot of dance and photography mm-hmm. that, i i would say yeah I w- if i did like Oh, what are the other? There's a bunch. There's like, a, I think there's an accounting club at oh, Shadow really? Shell or there. You got something for a little bit of everything. I'm just like, do you just do people's tax returns? I have no idea what. <laughs> Could be wrong, okay. but I just know there's uh, other auxiliary groups like that. Lovely. And I'm just like, I don't, I barely like my degree enough to show up to all the classes. Like, half these <laughs> classes I do not care for at all just because no. it's just like a topic that I, like, I do not, like, the legal aspects of business. I know they exist. I'll use them when I need it. It's like I'm not vested in like yeah, yeah, yeah. find like I'm not vested in finding out everything about it. I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. really want to like supply chain stuff. And like it's there. I know one place a thing has to get to somewhere, mm-hmm. but I don't want to like di- deep dive into it and whatnot. Yep. So you know, I can see oh, those at tech. I think also just naturally are just very intellectually curious yes. in the first place yeah. and aren't so ho-hum and they're just their one little thing and only in that one thing yeah, yeah, yeah. that i think there have i've seen people that at points have like kind of just overgone in one direction and mm-hmm. it burns you out pretty yeah. quickly yeah um, no i mean for some people they maybe they would just really really enjoy doing that me that's that's not me yeah <laughs> no, not everyone can do the be, day, be a maniac day. of yeah. one sport or something like that and yeah. there's only there's a reason why very very few yes. can do that well <laughs> um it takes a different kind of brain a, well same kind of human brain but just a different kind of <laughs> i want i legitimately wonder if like the chemical makeup for the or the wiring is like just somewhat different there to yeah. just like compel you to keep doing those kinds of things I'm, these are questions i'm I sure that no we'll, we'll get a little better at uh 
you know, uh, some neuroscience but I would research. Want, but I would want to see, like, the brain mapping of Michael Jordan versus <laughs> yeah. the brain mapping of, I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know, uh, just name anyone that did more than one thing <laughs> 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 really well. Yeah. I mean, MJ's good at a lot of things, but yeah, because he had to, you still have to human somehow through all of that, but you still have to, yes, <laughs> you do. that's yes. You have to find a way. Um, actually I did want to touch on recent news here. Cause I was wondering, so I, a, I've never done on the pod. So I just want to see what you thought. Okay. Did you see that there is going to be a massive redevelopment of the edge building, which is the, of the edge. I did see that. Yes. Yes. I saw 82 million bucks. Yeah, I saw some renderings of, um, it, it looks like, I couldn't quite tell what street corner we were facing from that the, is the picture. That is, if you're standing at the East Campus Housing Office. Oh, okay. On so it's, okay, on that corner. Yeah. Um, oh, that's big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, you've seen the rendering, so architecturally, did that just look cool? Like, what, I mean, what? yeah, 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 like, uh, it, it's really hard to, to judge, um, from, you know, just a single rendering, like, the quality of, like, anything. I have no idea. I, I tried to look and see what, what architecture firm was doing it, but they didn't have that posted in the article. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, it looks super cool. Mm-hmm. My only thing is thinking that, like, uh, the context of a site matters, and uh, the yeah. things around that are, like, residential, It like, was very noticeable buildings. to me that Tower, no, that, that uh, what's the one across from Towers? Uh, Glenn. It did, it, yeah. I noticed that Glenn was... Uh, uh, not in the picture, even though it was wide enough to have fit. Yeah, at least the semblance of that Glenn was no. like right there. So uh, I, yeah, I wonder how that will fit in with the context of everything else because I think that that's an important thing. Yeah, you know, buildings don't just exist in a void. No, they don't. <laughs> they, they they exist on street corners that are surrounded by other buildings. Yeah, and they're putting <laughs> it on the the I don't know. It's not the busiest. the The busiest street corner is actually the one at Scheller. Which oh, is, yeah, from what imagine. I've been told, is the busiest street pedestrian mm-hmm. uh, corner in the entire city. Oh, really? Just because wow. there's, I mean, every 45-ish minutes, there's like 200 people crossing it. This is Yeah, there's, there's all, a lot of people All in massive there. flux. But still, I just felt like, okay, so you're going to redo the student center. Fine. We kind of needed that. But okay, now let's throw $82 million in that building, which I've been inside. It's fine. Nothing's yeah. wrong with it. The offices work. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, like what the allocation of, of funds is, um, you know, that compared to other things, uh, is it being funded by tech or is it a specific, like, uh, uh, the, it was, it was a art. multi-year fundraising effort by the alumni association. Oh, by the alumni association. Yeah. So they've been, they've been touting this for a while Yeah, that they were going to do this. And I then mean, they finally got, I think they just finally got their number. Anything that's done by the alumni association usually doesn't go, it goes to something that is visible to, the alumni the financial <laughs> so, no i said alumni sorry i'm an athletic association no. the athletic association yes. okay yeah yeah, yeah. so th- who, i mean that makes sense who is sitting in this is why i was confused they are sitting in massive debt right now as oh, well really a large percentage of their funds go towards de- paying off debts and not uh nice the rest of the things um nice yeah i there's a i have a lot of questions <laughs> that i probably won't get answered but Lovely. Oh, well, but there was another. There was two buildings announced yesterday. Did you see the other one? The yeah. other building, yes, was um the, like, the mi- one that's like on the sort of like southwest side of campus. Yeah, yeah, like across from that GTRI yeah, building yeah, yeah, on the yeah. side. So it's sort of like expanding out over by the Coke building. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that it's sort l- of like yeah, yeah, it's uh if you're standing at the Coke building and facing campus, it's yeah, to the I, left. I spend a lot of time over in that area at the 
digital fabrication lab. Okay. Um, so I've always looked at like the, the, the buildings around there and thought, tech's going to expand <laughs> over here. The, the, the like, like last plot of land we have that's like left that's like kind of yeah. usable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, like there's a lot of buildings over there that are sort of like um, derelict. Uh, so like, yeah. uh, I think that I it makes sense the tech would be looking to expand. Yeah, th- it's something there. Tra- I know Trammell Crow is building that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is something like I do. Um, I wonder about the effects that Tex expansion has on like surrounding neighborhoods because mm-hmm. it beyond where it is now, like it's starting to get into like different residential areas. Yeah, I mean, it's getting I me mean, with once Inspire went up, like they were definitely yeah. like right on that centennial neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that really affects, um, you know, the the makeup of, of those neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, like home park. I, I don't think that, um, home park will exist as it does in like 10 years. No, because I feel like that's not. prime real estate. It is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think the tech like really needs to, um, investigate it's like effects on sort of like <laughs> amplifying gentrification. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it is well, doing it that. Like, yeah. um, you know, the, uh, increased need for student housing, mm-hmm. like, is is making all of these like high rise, um, sort of like student residential spots, like, jump up all around campus, yeah. which is absolutely like driving, you know, um, changes in those neighborhoods. Um, so I think that there's a <sighs> tech needs to be more conscientious about what it's doing to affect the greater Atlanta area. Yeah. I think they're definitely re- they they have, they have their pulse on it, their hands on their pulse somewhat. Yeah, I think to some extent. Um, how much I that that much I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I I they might have their hand on the pulse. I don't know if they're bringing in you know a defibrillator or something. No, <laughs> I, I think yeah. <laughs> I've I mean I've lived in Home Park for upwards of two years now, and I mean there's it's hard it's gonna be hard for them to get a lot done because of the landlord situation yeah out there with how a lot of them are owned by not enough people mm-hmm. um yeah and then it's really and then it's really easy to flip out just there's so many just now there are, most yeah. of the houses should probably get not torn down at some point because <laughs> yeah. of how just decrepit many of them are um yeah and they are like there's another one got got bulldozed this week actually that yeah. i noticed and i was like oh well that's gone <laughs> Yeah, and no. out of my price range, at least for now, until a job happens. But <laughs> um, kind of do wish it was my house. My house sucks. <laughs> uh, so, um, I also wanted to just bring up our our slash place, just yeah. since it's recent and a thing we actually contributed contributed to, and is going up in the library. I think the printout yes, of it, it is. What, what did did you did you put any tiles down? I didn't put any tiles down, so I am very disconnected from social media i do sometimes look at reddit Mm -hmm. um i did look at r slash place um because i think it's a super cool (laughs) like community you know effort um but uh i did not place any ties down sad that's fine i should have is okay well you might be able to explain this better from your art perspective of just knowing how that stuff works more intent more tangibly does crowd crowdsource digital art i guess is what that was Mm -hmm. It, what, what what do you think about when you hear that? I mean, I... Oh gosh. Crowdsource digital art. I mean, that one's, like, a super interesting one because, yeah, I mean, you're putting down, like, 
single pixels. Yeah. So like there's a lot of it's very limited what you can do there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of collaboration that has to go on to get any sort of image on a screen yes. because <laughs> there's um one pixel is not a lot. No. Nope. Um so you know to see efforts to to change things and, and turn around it's like I mean it's so so cool. Um and a testament to, you know, what can be done yeah. with art when people work together. But like um yeah I love I love the concept. I love that uh we had, you know, students printed out. We had like little Georgia Tech things we on had two. it. We had, we were one of the few that had two spots yeah, on that's there. That's so so cool. Um, the full reckon full tech that, tower. Yeah, minus a T. <laughs> yeah, minus a T. It was so good. Like I, I mean, to first like create that digital art, and then to, you know, with all of the all of the internet, you know, trying to put their little piece on there yeah. to, to get some tech stuff on that is so cool. Yeah, I love that, and I love that the library is putting it up. Yeah, um, I think that's awesome. I feel like yeah. they should refund the students who use their printing money to print that thing out because that was <laughs> yeah, not yeah, cheap. Yeah. That was no, a I lot bet that of space. That cheap. was a, I didn't see it. I saw it in person. It was like that is. A I lot I of have space. done printing on on that scale and it is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the 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 size of the one they printed out, the students printed out was I mean about the size of a whiteboard. Yeah. Depending on, like a more square whiteboard yeah, than yeah. when you're really horizontal classroom ones, but yeah, no, it was. That I, I think they, like they said they're gonna do it again. They do it every four years. They said some yeah. people got banned from it. Um, oh, and there's like an hour, and it, but they ban you by for, per hours that it's active. So there's some that won't be able to touch it for 15 years <laughs> because of how many hours they got banned for what oh they were trying gosh. to do on there. So it's just like, oh, it's only like 600 hours. That can't be bad. But then you realize, then you realize, yeah, that it's, how oh, long 600 you only hours got is. three days in 2024. No, in 2026. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's funny. Okay. Uh, Let's get into your tech favorites. Okay. Starting with building. Oh, favorite building. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I mean, this is going to sound silly because I'm an architecture major. But Don't you dare. <laughs> but uh, the Hinman, Hinman building, Wait. which most people are not nope, aware. You, you got to tell me which one this is. Okay. I feel like so I've been there, but I don't know. It says Hinman on the outside. It's yeah. right outside of um, the library, uh, the new library. Yes. Um, And the inside of it. Here, I'm going to show you a picture just so that okay. I, you can feel like it's beautiful, too. Um, but uh, it is just gorgeous uh, architecturally and to work in. Um, like the one surrounded by, like, on the top of Freshman Hill? Um, it's not on the top of Freshman Hill. It's sort of, like, in the middle. Oh, is this the research building? Yeah, the Hinman Research Building. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Now I'm talking about. I've never been inside, but I yeah. knew it looked. Well, I knew it was very open. Open only air. architecture students, and like they have a huge garage door that is like opens up to yes. a courtyard on the outside. I've been in that courtyard. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I know. Okay. Um, I see. It's a gorgeous building. Okay, I just didn't know it was called Hinman, but yes, this is very nice. Yeah. Wow. So my so. bus card would not work to get in there. No. No, <laughs> no it would not. Unfortunately, Ar architecture students' buzz cards don't even work on some of the doors. Oh, that's unfortunate. I know it is unfortunate. <laughs> Have you ever used the theater in the architecture building just uh, during like late night hours and just put something on the big screen since that's the like theater? It like the in architecture east. Yeah. Um, I've never used it. I've never put something on the screen l at late night hours, but I've definitely been in there late. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> architecture students roaming around all hours of the night. Yeah, yeah. So uh, don't do that because you need sleep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Favorite food spots can be either inside, like on campus, on campus, or like within re reasonable range someone on campus could get to. Okay. Yeah. So I've got a cheap option. 
and a more expensive option. Nice night out. Blue India for the nice night out is super good. Mm. Don't go too spicy, though, if you can't handle spice. Where is this place? So it is attached to like the same um, street as uh, the the Fado Irish pub. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do not hold back on spice. <laughs> so good to know. Be May not careful. end there. <laughs> be careful. Um, and then cheap places. Oh gosh, I really enjoy Pita Pit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I really enjoy Pita Pit. Um, you can get so much for like a cheap meal. Ooh. And okay, also, sorry, another cheap place. Good, good. Poke Circle. Um, that the it's one underneath Arium West Side. That north side spot? Yeah, okay, the okay. north side spot. It is surprisingly very fresh and good. Uh huh. Yeah. And cheap. I wouldn't think the Poke would be yeah, cheap. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very affordable uh, for the amount of food you get. And they have scouts. Scallops are fantastic. They are. Why did They're you have to whisper during scallops? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite tradition. Oh, favorite tradition. Oh gosh. And I know you, not everyone can get to all of them, so even if it's one you haven't done, that's fine. Um, are we talking about like tech traditions or? Generally, yes. Okay. Uh, Unless you just got a really weird one that you just do for the sake <laughs> of yourself. Honestly, I could not tell you. I think that it would have been if it wasn't under construction, uh, going in the, the Kessler camp. That, that's a very valid tradition. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How many, how many, how many visits have you made? I've only made one. Oh, I, well, I, I haven't even made the actual visit. I watched someone else make a visit you when did. they were grad. <sighs> I know. I know. I'm so sad. And then it went under construction and. Oh boy. I know. So All I'll right. have to come back we and can, just be this an be old. An easy solve. <laughs> Easy solve next year, or, or just we'll go into the construction site. Supposedly, it's going to be built to be even made to be made even more inviting. <gasps> yes, they're going to have like a, a sloped. They entry, should have a staircase, honestly. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> to the fountain, something to make it really, really easy to oh, get in there. Yes, uh, there was. You remember the the lower like there was like the main part, then there was like the lower bowl yep. part. One of the one of the evenings, mm. I ended up there resulted in cannonballing into that <laughs> lower part. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yes. I've never seen someone cannonball into it. it. Thankfully, it was deep enough to make it to make it work. Wow! Yeah. I didn't expect it to be that deep. Yeah, so it made it work. Yeah, for those that don't know what the campanile is that are coming here, you'll find out. Um, yeah, and you'll enjoy. It'll it. come back. Don't worry if a sh- if a policeman shows up; they know what happens. They w- <laughs> they walk by and like will cheer you if you're doing something really cool. Also, just don't climb the the statue because that thing is really tall. That's it's don't very climb it's that. very climbable. That's the problem. It's very it's got many many footstool footholds. So don't but, climb no, that. Yeah. One uh, <laughs> maybe we brought like a really massive like one of those like really like massive flamingo pools that like you can like fit mm-hmm. like ten people around. And the cop on their side was like, "Hey, that's really cool." Oh. <laughs> <Just> kept on <laughs> going. <laughs> they yeah no they, they understand. Also, it's like not a pool that you can severely hurt yourself in because it's yeah. shallow i yeah. calling it a pool is wrong it's a pond really a pond well no it's not even a pond because there's no fish does a pond have to have fish this is a well now <laughs> we've asked a real question <laughs> <laughs> deep 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 Interesting. question i do not know but either way it'll be cool can't wait to have it back yeah um that's all that i've had anything else you want to bring up oh gosh any parting words before you graduate? Are you excited to graduate? Yeah, that's why I should have I am excited to graduate. It's definitely weird because, like, I... Oh, this past year has been a lot of, like, transitioning mm-hmm. back, which feels like, you know, 
there's a little bit of like mourning like time lost i feel like from that um because a lot of you know favorite things to do people and like uh organizations on campus like really struggled during the pandemic Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I don't think you can ever really feel fully ready for the next step in your yep, life. Yeah, th- that's fair. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so I'm kind of just trying to make peace with the fact that I might not be ready, but I guess I'm as ready as I need to be. Okay. <laughs> that's 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 a great way to think about it. <laughs> I appreciate that because I'm definitely still in some form of... Yeah. A lot of us are in that. Yeah, a lot like of us are. <laughs> it, 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 it fluctuates every other day of, yep. of how I feel about it, yeah. but... In general, trying to make peace with it. Do you it. plan to still be in Atlanta? At yes. I So I'm taking some time to move to here. But yeah, I'm going to... You're not losing daddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming back. Um, but yeah, I plan to to, to move here and uh, work here and skip the summer. <laughs> I'm skipping the heat. That's my plan. That's my Go back to Virginia plan. for the summer and then do yep, that. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I sorry to warn you, but the heat's in August and September. I, it's I know. Not in I June know. And I've July. spent I've spent every summer here, like before COVID, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the heat and the random torrential rain sure is special. Yes, yes. It's not as Florida's is another level of like the oh, rail of yeah. the really random rain yeah. that I didn't learn about that until I did. I think I did a I did New Year's in in Fort Myers one time. And I was just like, I had never experienced it. Like it can be, yep, it's perfect morning. And then it's going to feel like Zeus is there. And then 20 minutes later, it's like he was never there at, at all. Yep. It's yep, very yep, interesting. Yep. Yeah. We're getting more of that because the climate, climate change is doing its thing and turning us into climate. It's change a weird spot. Atlanta's just a weird spot anyways, because we're right at the bottom of the Appalachians, but a li- but so we're like not, but we're like far enough South to where like we don't get the full mix like the full mm-hmm. intersection but we're enough below that like we're in the weird intersection of like we get some of the things and then weird versions of other weather patterns but also yes. like not really like we're not also we're also not that flat so we're like not susceptible to that many tornadoes supposedly we had one that went over mercedes-benz yeah. but like there was no photos of like a twister or anything so just, on maps it just said there was fake was news a wild day i was worried my house was gonna get blown <laughs> down because it has a horrible foundation <laughs> um, well that's good to hear Thanks for coming on. Well, thank you for having this, me. This today is April what? 14? Fi- 15. April 15. 15. Jackie Robinson Day in baseball. That's how I remember that day. Um but yeah, so today our last issue of the spring semester went out. Yes. It is both of our final issues. Yep. Sad, sad. Sad, sad. We did have about 30 minutes of this cut out because our managing editor Taylor Gray came in to take photos. We are in our office yes. right now, which was very very nice to see. Sad thank but you, nice Taylor, to see. Thank you Taylor for yes. listening to this. But she is our managing editor. Uh, Jeanette Batra is our Editor-in-chief, all four of us will not be here next year because we're all graduating <laughs> in Good a luck. couple weeks. So um, we do, though, even though we're not, we're done printing, we are going to have Taylor on next week. And then another uh, guest who I'm just going to leave as a surprise, who I've, I know I've hinted at, but just not going to mention who it is until it happens. So two episodes next week, and that will be the end of at least my run under Tech Lively. So sad days, but it's all right. Thanks again for coming on. Thank you.